So this is going to be a different episode as far as format. Just a tweet that I saw randomly scrolling through, and it was by Taylor Swift, completely unrelated to Web3, but it teaches a very important marketing lesson. And I just want to dive into this really quick, and I'm just going to share what's going on with this tweet and some ideas on how it could relate to things that are happening in Web3. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So for the record, this was recorded over a week ago. And if you are subscribed to the newsletter at niftybusinessweek.com, you heard why everything was delayed for the last week. However, I just want to let you know, everything is great. We're full swing and production is up and running right now. However, I want to just give a quick little update before I go into all the Taylor Swift information. And if you notice, the market has just been absolutely crazy over the last couple of days. And a lot of people have been asking me, like, what's going on? All this crazy stuff. A lot of speculation is happening in spaces and in my DMs and so forth. Well, first and foremost, all of last week, I did not look at the price of anything until I started to get flooded with the questions. For the most part, I am not a trader. This does not work well with my anxiety to be looking at charts all day, ups and downs, the swings. It is very volatile, even more than stocks. I was not a day trader when it came to stocks. And for the most part, anytime I did that, it was just extremely stressful, emotional and so forth. So when I came into crypto, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be a day trader and I'm going to just invest for the long term. I don't look at the day to days. However, the one thing that I will say is the interest rates were raised again. So that spread a little panic and fear within the market, just the broader economy as far as what's going on with the US. So of course, this is not an isolated bubble where everything in crypto happens by itself. No, it's connected to the macro, what's happening worldwide and so forth. So that in combinations with people's perception of the economy and what's going on with the stock market and so forth, combined with speculation, people started to tweet and speculate that Elon and SpaceX had sold a lot of Bitcoin. People just panicked and what have you. And it was all fear, uncertainty and doubt. But generally speaking, as I said, Long term, if you're bullish on the space, like whatever happens from day to day, week to week is a very irrational and emotional market. So that is why this is not a speculation show. I don't talk about all this stuff. Get into this next thing to make a lot of money or whatever. What I speak about is the long term, the stuff that's happening within the tech. People are building this stuff. It is going to change the way we do business, how we operate in life. And generally speaking, I can say I can listen to an episode that I recorded six months ago and it's still relevant for today because I'm looking at the broader picture. The content that I am putting out, again, nifty business, the whole vision of it is not speculation. It's how we're moving past that and putting it into all sorts of things. So, of course, yeah. I look at prices every now and then. I like to speculate on what's going to blow up. I mean, yeah, that's human nature. But what I'm telling you is day to day, I just don't look at that stuff. And it just is not good when I hear people saying, oh, what's going on? I'm losing so much money. Well, if you didn't sell anything, you didn't lose any money. So that's my little rant for the day. Now, let's get to the fun stuff with Taylor Swift and all the amazing things that are happening over there and get to that recording. Again, this is a week ago, but it is still relevant today. So some of the numbers as far as what her tweets are and the numbers and all that stuff might be a little bit off. But hey, the tweet actually will be in the show notes. You can go directly to that. Check it out for yourself. So today I see Taylor Swift's tweet. It says, surprise, 1989, Taylor's version is on the way to you. 
The 1989 album changed my life in countless ways, and it fills me with such excitement to announce that my version of it will be out October 27th. To be perfectly honest, this is my most favorite re-record I have ever done because the five From the Vault tracks are so insane, I can't believe they were ever left behind. But not for long. Pre-order 1989 Taylor's version at the website where you can actually go to order this thing. So it's kind of interesting here. So a few things I'm going to discuss as far as with Taylor Swift. Of course, we know she is like the queen of pop at this moment. Started off as a country singer, an American idol, a teenager. We all witnessed her hero's journey, just rising up from the little hometown girl to getting kicked out of the country music awards because she branched out. Her music was very different and they saw her as a pop star. And I honestly don't think she really cares about that. She is just miles ahead of probably any celebrity, any musician at this point. So that is another topic in itself. But as far as what's going on here with this particular one, it kind of gives a story as to what's going on. And when I look at a lot of these NFT projects or Web3 founders and announcements that are being made, I notice that number one, they don't have the track record of a Taylor Swift. Like a lot of the times they're making announcements and all these different things and hoping that it's going to move the needle and get people excited. And when I'm looking at this right now, this is less than 24 hours since she posted this. And we're talking talking about 347,000 reposts, 137,000 quotes, 1 million likes, 33 million views. Absolutely ridiculous. So as far as what's going on here, the amount of excitement, a re-release, not something even new. This is not a brand new album. So it's kind of crazy when you look at it that, okay, we have Taylor Swift here going to re-record, re-release an album that came out so long ago with five new songs, but it really shows what it is to deliver over a period of time, having those fans that are ride or die with you, excited to hear those five that were left off because how it is branded Taylor's version makes you have that intrigue. You say, okay, well, what exactly is Taylor's version? We know that a lot of the times the music labels and the record companies, they release versions and things that they want, but now she's at the point in her life, in her career, where she is an adult. She's not just an up and coming artist off of a reality TV show. She has this massive success success probably the world record tour is going out right now trying to smash that elton john record for a billion dollar tour i think elton john's was 750 million if i'm not mistaken well she's trying to go for the billion dollar tour and you know all these things are going on right now she has this big press release and people are praising her on left and right saying that she's paying her truck drivers 55 million dollars to be on this tour like just crazy stuff is happening in her world and then bam she releases this thing saying that she's going to re-release and re record her album Taylor's version it's very just interesting to see how the timing of all this stuff has happened years of delivery years of building a brand being beloved having all these hits and then revisiting the first one it kind of is the exact opposite of what we're seeing in Web3 in many cases in that these projects, these companies, these businesses, they are launched. Everything happens within a very short period of time. They want the community and the people and the fans, if you will, to trust them, give them more money and be excited about the slightest little announcement that they make. While you have Taylor Swift here, probably the queen of her generation, getting ready to do this thing and really putting on a masterclass of how to get intrigue. First of all, this announcement is made two months before the actual release two and a half months to be exact 
So we have a lot of time to think about this and talk about this. But it's while she's delivering this massive tour and she's making all this news. It's not like she was in a quiet period where she didn't have things going on and what have you. She's building anticipation for the next thing as she's delivering the current thing, which is pretty crazy when you really think about it. This is not just building anticipation for something way off in the future. No, this is something that she's already worked on and she's delivering a current delivery and she is then announcing that so it's like the fans aren't even fully digesting all the good news of what's happening right here and they're already planning and excited and retweeting stuff that's going to happen in two months so it's kind of interesting to see how that is right there and i know it's very difficult to do within a tech space and things of that nature but look over on apple when apple does their things they do their press releases they do the steve jobs blueprint getting the people excited beforehand and so forth get the developers on board and of course in this case with music and things it's a lot different a lot easier to do as far as uh, than mobilizing you know developers and such but with this she is mobilizing her community now to go out and basically be her brand ambassadors for the next two months it's gonna hit number one i already know it i don't have to see the numbers i don't have to wait for them to come in we just know taylor swift has been delivering for so long that what she's about to deliver it's going to be great people know she makes music she does great things and curious intrigue to know what was left off and what does Taylor want to put on there now so the lesson that I take from this is of course number one delivering always have a track record of just doing things and that is probably the best marketing that anyone could possibly have number two is you can still be kind of private. You don't have to have every area and aspect of your life out there for people to be interested and intrigued about what you're doing. Because for the most part, we don't know too much about her personal life other than what's in her songs. But when she drops news, whatever it is, like people are very excited. They just gobble it up and excited to share. Number three, an excited, passionate fan base is the best marketing ever. They have two and a half months to promote the heck out of this thing for absolutely free. She's not paying anyone to do so. But guess what? Those one million people that like this thing and the hundreds of thousands of people that are resharing this and putting their own twists and comments and all sorts of things on this, 8,000 bookmarks, not to mention, you know, this thing is going viral in less than 12, 13 hours, whatever this is at the point of recording this. And you know what? It just really shows the power of the community. Now, that is the buzzword of everything that we always say in Web3 community, community, community. But a fan club is really a community. They have their own Twitter profiles. They have their spaces. They have their merch. They have their meetups, their gatherings, and all sorts of things. And they're going to go out there and they're going to push the heck out of this thing. And that's why I say it's going to go to number one and they're going to love it. And they just ride off into the sunset smiling. And interesting thing with this though is those people aren't benefiting from it in the sense that a Web3 project was if you own NFTs and so forth. But it is just cool to see that her fans so love her, so love what's going on here. And I really think that it shows that people don't have to be financially motivated to help to build a brand, don't have to be financially motivated to be supportive and so forth. But so if nothing else, I would take that from that. This is a raging fan base, a marketing machine, and they are un paid. So take note of that. Not always throwing around money and everything of that nature and just think of interesting ways to build up something like this. And speaking of fan bases, I want to absolutely take this time to appreciate you for taking the time to listen to this. If you share this podcast with your friends, your family, anyone that might have any kind of questions or specific topics, you know, I really want to highlight you. I appreciate it. 
reading the newsletter, niftybusinessweek.com. If you're not signed up for that, that's where you can get it for free. Anyone that has shared those emails with anyone, retweeted, commented, anything of that nature, and guess what? I haven't paid anyone to do that, and it's the same thing, right? And it's just really been cool, a cool ride. I haven't had decades of delivery such as Taylor has, but it is very cool to see that this is something that can be done. People are willing and passionate enough to share the things that you do if you do them well. So thank you for that as we're learning and building Web3 together. Until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.